just so glad I get to share this with you guys so you can see how, what, what processing actually looks like. You're listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast. If you're looking for easy listening, you're in the wrong place. But you want to put in the work to change your life for the better, laugh a little bit, and learn a lot about yourself. Get ready. This ain't no basic podcast. Here she is to give you all the tools you need to feel empowered, sexy, healthy, and informed. This is Casey Ship. January 8th or 9th, 2021, 9.55 a.m. Sitting at the beach um, in the car. It's really cold, actually. It's like 60 degrees. Today's the first day and no Adderall because last night... I was writing, and of course, you know, messages came through, and uh, there's always mix a mix of gratitude and you know, pain, sadness, and the emotions that come with it. But the really cool part is the answers and the clarity that comes out of it when you're willing to do the work and sit there with yourself. Right now, you know, last week we had the the Trump Biden where people were rushing the Capitol, you know, just more shit storming 3D world. Which, as I explained before, just like with COVID, you know, us empaths, we can feel this, right? You know, the empaths we feel we feel collective stuff. And sometimes, you know, that it's hard, especially if you don't understand what it is that you're feeling. You know, I would explain it like a kid or even, you know, adults. I mean, we flip out, you know, if we get sick or we can't we can't shake something, we start to feel like something's wrong with us. And uh, I'm just so glad I get to share this with you guys so you can see how what what processing actually looks like. Um, but I would explain it like a kid even though you may not be aware of what I'm talking about, but those of you that, that are aware of some situations in your life where you felt something and you knew something was off, you knew something wasn't right, and you just didn't have answers, and you felt so alone and you're, you're trying to figure this out. So the only answer is that it has to be my fault. You know, it has to be something that... I'm not doing or that I am doing or it has to be something wrong with me, you know. Um, so it's nice to know when you're empath that no, <laughs> you're you're a very deep feeling person. It is your superpower. It is your superpower, but if you don't understand how to use your wand per se, then yeah, it's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> it's gonna fuck you up. So, with that being said, last night, or, or this week, you know, I got triggered. Business was just really off, really, really weird, you know. I'm hiring a sales team, which <laughs> I was so proud of myself. You know, I didn't have the, the full $18,000 sitting there in my account, even though I make, you know, anywhere from 25000 to 40000 a month right now. It's just all in between and I'm working on getting it steady and then breaking through that there's just levels there's always levels so I didn't have the full 18 there which I was okay with you know I was okay with I have paid my 
all my credit cards down. I didn't have any any outstanding debt, you know, outside of my car. I leased my car and stuff like that. Um, and I have my business expense monthly that I just pay down. It's on like an AMX, and we just pay it down every month. But I had all my, you know, credit cards paid off, and I had available money there, um, which I also could have just taken out a loan. Um, lots of people that pay for high-level coaching, a lot of times they do. You know, if they're not millionaires already, they just take out loans, and it is what it is. It's like a business operating expense. We look at it kind of like education, continuing ed. We look at it like college, really. I mean, that's just the way. You know how you feel about college. It's like sometimes it's like, fuck, but it's your degree. It's your it's a way of life. It's just it is what it is, right? So that's how business owner, business owners and entrepreneurs look at coaching. That's how we look at just getting to the next level and paying for things to help us get there. That was a big deal for me, whereas normally, oh, and it's just, this is where the gratitude comes in because, you know, I remember just feeling so scared, just paying like 3K to fly somewhere to go see a mentor or business coach. And I didn't even really know these people. I just knew about them because of the group that I'm in. I've watched these people go from 30K months to over 100K months, and I just trust the group. I, you know, I just trust. So I did that this week. And in the mix of things, I knew that it was going to, it, it, it possibly may stir some shit up because it's like uh, a friend sent over yesterday, um, and my shaman, a little blip, you know, on Instagram, and it was like new level, new devil. And we always say, anytime you level up, <laughs> This is what it feels like. I mean, you feel fucking crazy. Um, all kind of triggers come out. You know, we talk about the other shoe dropping, which I am way better about the other shoe dropping. Now it's just kind of like this shit will come up where you do. You feel crazy. You start attracting like shitty things or clients or it's just kind of like, what the fuck is this? So this week I was, I was, I had the most booked calls I've ever had. And while I haven't got the sales team yet, you know, I'm taking them, which I like and I don't like. I like getting to connect with the women. Um, I do. I like it. And I like to use my intuitive gifts to really see what they need um, and connecting with them. What I don't like is fucking dealing with scared ass shit. I, I, I'm so tired because, you know, I do things scared all the time. And the thing that I don't like is that I know what they're feeling. I can see everything. They don't fucking see it. Um, I'm sitting there like. Hey, I'm throwing you a rope. They don't even see the rope. You know, that that kind of gets where I want to go. Fuck this shit. I'm redoing everything, changing my marketing so that this type of energy never even thinks about booking a goddamn call with me. And then that's the anger, right? That's the anger boiling up because that's how I was treated when I was a kid if, if I was scared, right? It was just shut the fuck up and do it, which is not great. But it is, okay. you know, it, it's not great, but it does help. Obviously, it served me well because here I am from where I've been. But um, attracting a lot of just scared energy, women would even lie to me. You know, they would say, oh, I'm signing up. And normally they would. You know, normally I attract clients that they're kind of scared, but they're so tired of where they're at. They will, they'll, you know, it may be three days later, they'll pay in full, right? But these women would like, tell me one thing, get off the phone, fucking ghost me. And oh, it was just, it was just such a fucking week. Then I had somebody get on the phone. And what happens is people get in my energy. I understand. I get it. People get in the energy of the thing, the person or whatever, and they're gung-ho. They're riding on the person's wave, right, the energetic wave. And then when they disconnect from that, you know, and especially after a couple of days, um, their old self, their old ways creep back in. They second-guess themselves. 
it is what she wrote. That's why it's so important to stay connected to the source in which you feel optimistic, hopeful, and inspired. You always have to stay connected to that. I call it incubated. You always have to stay incubated. No matter if you're not doing the work, just stay incubated. Just stay connected. So anyway, dealt with that. And then, you know, some people got on there, would send me large deposits. Then a couple days later, fucking ask for it back, which has never happened. So naturally, I got triggered and was like, Am I, what's wrong with me? Blah, blah, blah. Because my soul in my mind, it's on point. Like, I fucking feel where I'm going to be, where I'm going. It, we're in alignment. My body, however, has been kind of hurting, which every time my upper thoracic's hurt, is, it's definitely some big transition. I'm also processing a huge father wound right now. Like, you know, my dad was kind of the last one left in my whole family. And, you know, coming out and opening my eyes to see, wow. <laughs> He turns out he wasn't the safe one at all, at all. Um, so, you know, processing that. And those of you know, I've processed my mother and um, we're done. We're good. We're good with that. Totally different than where I was years ago. But now it's the father wound. So amidst the fucking shit show and 3D world of the politics, the clients this week, the collective energy, the father wounds, you know, it was it was a lot um, on top of me stepping up and saying, all right, universe, I see you. We're going, we're moving forward for the first time ever. I'm not going to try to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to go do the thing that is the most outlandish, scariest thing, and we're going to fucking do this. So naturally, I had all this shit happen on the back end. It's the other shoe dropping. And normally, I would stay in that energy for weeks months years and i told skip last night i said holy shit i'm so thankful i said dude we would stay in this for years and we used to we would stay in this one trigger for years then to months and then weeks and now it's gotten to the point where it's like a day or a few hours and a lot of energy healers will tell you okay let's process this you know i even teach it too like let's get to the bottom of the trauma because the only reason we're not where we want to be is because of some underlying situation of either what happened to us or what didn't happen to us and we have no fucking idea that's what the the magic in hot moms is because women come in even though they may still be terrified you know weeks into the program it, once they continue to stay incubated and connected spirit always delivers spirit always comes through it just needs a willing soul right it needs an open willing soul so that it can penetrate and do the work do the light work and after a while, they realized, holy shit, I thought my issue was this, and really it was this, and I feel so much better, and now I feel more in control, and I, I can manage, like, I, I can finally see where I'm going, you know? And amidst all that shit, the fuckery in between, and, and that's another thing, I realized that um, this week, <laughs> of all times, I was getting very triggered. I was very scared. And all of a sudden, I was like, I need to increase my Adderall again. Because I went from like 15, 20 megs all the way down to 5 megs. And then I was like, all right, I need to be doing like 7 to 10. I got to be doing 7 to 10 out of nowhere. And it was all this week. And, it, uh, and you know, ADD, ADHD, and all that stuff is based out of some type of uh, neurological, emotional trauma. You know, they can trace it back to a person with a higher ACE score. And yes, genetics too, but if you look at genetics, you can't argue generational 
abuse either. If mom was a narcissistic or had narcissistic tendencies because she was mistreated or not paid attention to or whatever, she was unable to give to her child. Then she was unable to give to her child. So is it really genetics or is it really generational just emotional abuse trauma, right? So then I was like, all right, all right. This, what is the scariest thing to do right now? Scariest thing to do right now is to stop taking Adderall because in my mind, Adderall came in and was a godsend during a time where I was like, what am I missing? And this is where I say you this is where the whatever it takes comes in. And I'm not saying go do cocaine and develop nasty habits. I'm saying sometimes when you're in a corner pushed against the wall, you have to do whatever it takes. And at that time, I was seeking answers and I went to do the brain mapping and they were like, oh, my God, you have all seven types of both ADD and ADHD. This is a really, really bad case. And I'm like, oh. Nope, this explains everything. I went to all kinds of like the best psychologists. I went to the brain mapping people and, you know, looked into I went, it was really in depth. And I was it was really fun for me because y'all know I geek out on shit like that because I love psychology. I love understanding people. I love energy work. I love all that and understanding why I'm a, I'm a truth seeker, you know, so this is really cool. So anyway, I get on Adderall. And this was right after my kids, building businesses, dealing with everything I had going on. And it really did change my life. I doubled. I was able to get traction. I was able to say no to things. I was able to say yes to the right things. And it really helped me lift off. And then when I lifted off, spirit was like, all right, now, now I got you up. Now you're going to have to keep this going. And I realized that, and they would tell me, crew would come in and tell me, like the guide, spirit, universe, whatever you want to call it. They would tell me like, hey, don't do the Adderall right now. I need to work with you because when I'm not on it, it really is like I'm always in spirit, always in flow. I mean, if I was on Adderall right now, I wouldn't even be doing this message. Like the 5D beings that we are, like if you're an empath or you're a light worker or you're kind of intuitive or kind of maybe you've always been in tune or maybe you don't even understand what I'm talking about. But if you're a spiritual woman, it's way more fun to stay spiritual. It feels so good. Being here on Earth, it's kind of hard, you know. Being a human is hard. We experience emotions. Um, we have to do things. We have to work. We have to take care of children. We have to do a lot of physical things. And for that, that's what the Adderall helped me do. Uh, caffeine wasn't working. Caffeine was causing my – I thought it was in the beginning. I was doing upwards of three, 400 megs a day, thinking that that would make me do more. That was only ruining – that was ruining my health. It was causing me – to run high RPMs, but I wasn't able to get shit done. It just made, gave me this false sense of I'm doing so much. So I stopped that, which was really hard. I struggled getting off caffeine. It, getting off caffeine was harder than coming off Adderall. I will say that. Oh, it was it was really challenging. So hang in there if you're trying to come off caffeine. Anyway, I'm, I'm much more open and spiritual, you know, not on Adderall, but not on Adderall, I always felt like, wow, you know, I was able to do so much. Now I'm going to lose everything. It's like logging your food. You know, those of you that have eating disorders, it's like no cardio. Oh, my God, I'm going to get fat. Well, the Adderall, which, you know, you can call it an addiction, if you will. Work can be an addiction. You know, feeling like you're hanging on too tightly. If you don't send out the email, then your business is going to go to shit. Or if you don't do certain things at work or say yes to this person, that everything's going to go to shit. If you don't, if you slow down to journal, if you slow down to get a massage, you're going to lose your money and everything's going to crumble beneath and nobody's going to take care of the kids. And, you know, I mean, it, our brains could go on and on and on. So that's kind of how I was feeling. And that's the typical response for women who have underlying emotional stuff that needs to be processed. So last night was the coming out of that. And spirit was like, look, bitch, you're already over this. The old you would spend weeks on this issue. The old you would continue to think that you have stuff to work on. 
to heal. You're good. You understand this now. You have the light on. You understand what the fucking problems are. These people that are coming in to you, into your business, into your energy, they're not for you. They don't even know what the fuck they want. The old you would see it as they don't want you. You're not good enough. This is coming from the mom shit and the just lifetime of being alone and, and, and feeling unwanted and unimportant and a burden to everybody around you. That's over. So these people that's coming in was a fucking test. You said that you wanted to level up. I see it. So we just figured we'd throw some shit in there to see how serious you were. And you fell for it. You did. You fell for it. You thought something was wrong with you. You thought you were falling back and doing all this shit. And you fell for it. Or they can say, hey, let's see how serious Casey is. Let's throw some shit in there. And I could have looked at it and went, thank you. Thank you for sending this girl or this woman or this man or whoever that came in. Um, thank you for sending them because it showed me that it showed me that they're just not ready. It just showed me they're not ready and I, and it's it's not a fit and it's them or someone better. You know, thank you. It's them or someone better and I'm releasing them and now I can re I can improve my marketing. I can win with this. I can put more um, content out that speaks directly to my audience, which is the woman that may be scared. But she also knows deep down in her gut when she closes her eyes that this is the next fucking step. And then everything is going to be okay. And she's just going to press submit, even though she may be scared. And she's not going to want to take back her deposit because it's just, you know, she's just confused and doesn't even know what the fuck she wants. My market knows what the fuck they want. And they know that they're scared. And they know that something's got to change. And there's no turning back. That's what my audience wants. So, you know, that's how I can look at it. There's two sides to every story. Which one are you going to buy into, you know? So that's kind of what's going on and what happened. And each time you level up, there is going to be there's going to be new triggers. Like they says, new level, new devil, man. And it never goes away. It gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But doing the daily inner work is the only way you're going to be one up on this motherfucking monster. And I talk about this in the resilient as fuck course. If you want just just the course that's going to dive in and kind of go over what I'm talking about, the resilient as fuck uh, mini course bundle, what do you want to call it? It's a part of hot moms. Those that have hot moms have access to everything. But those of you that, you know, just want the resilient as fuck and you're not hot moms, you can totally get that course. But that's I call it just the monster. You know, it's always going to show up. It's going to show up in different ways. So the more inner work you do every day and commit to that and do it, even though it's scary. You know, what is it that you're scared of? Why are you scared of it? And if that thing came true, what does that mean? If the thing wasn't there, if you weren't scared of it, then what? How would you show up? And that's how you start showing up for yourself. That's how I've done. That's how I've what I've always done. I just didn't understand how to put it into words. So, yeah, I hope that helps. I hope that helps. Um, I love doing these voice memos. I love it because, you know, I just feel safer. It feels so good. I feel like. I couldn't get all this out if I had to write it down. So I hope this helps you wherever you're at. I don't even know what the fuck I just said. <laughs> I love it. Love channeling. All right. Separating our energies. Giving back what's yours. Vibe up. Vibe up. Vibe up. Do what you know you need to do and not what you should do. See you later. All I got to do is go. Get, get, stay up by my bed. Uh -huh. Ball till I fall. Say what? Gloss until I finish. Hey, I dig go. Get, yeah. get. Stay up by my head, oh, I live in jail, the kid is checking me, it's yeah. just a silly <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast with Casey Ship. Be sure to follow us at Casey Ship on Instagram or subscribe to Casey Ship on YouTube. Till next time.